Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Dear young married couple, Are you looking to get into the mental health field or are you working with people consistently? Well, we want to answer some of the questions that we get on a almost weekly basis. Yes. And before we do that, we want to let you know that having the talks is available on Amazon now. People have been asking, what is going to be available again? But it's it's available now. You can go to the link in the show notes. You can also go to havingthetalks.com and you can go right to the Having the Talks listing on Amazon from that page. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so happy. <laughs> it was a long time coming. <laughs> so happy about that. So um, this is going to, I'm going to actually angle most of this conversation toward Carissa because she is the licensed marriage and family therapist and has been working in the field for about... Uh, 12 years, almost, yeah, almost 12 years and, um, is an incredible, I've had the honor (laughs) of sitting on in a lot of uh, counseling sessions and counseled with her and she is really, really good at what she does. Oh, thanks babe. Yeah. Also, my husband is really, really (laughs) good at what he does. Um, but you know, it's interesting. A lot of people will ask us questions about becoming a therapist or becoming a coach. What's the difference? And that's what we want to share today because Adam is, um, a certified life coach. He also has a lot of certifications and trainings and various counseling modalities. And then I'm, I'm a marriage and family therapist. And so we have different backgrounds and, and training and education. And so people want to know like, what's the difference? I want to become a counselor or a therapist or a coach or ministerial counselor. And so we're going to share with you, um, our own journey to becoming, um, a counselor in this field. And then we'll share with you some options. Yeah. And maybe, uh, in a different episode, we could talk about the different modalities and what we like to use and maybe answering, uh, or giving maybe some questions that we commonly ask and uh-huh. kind of give some direction for lay counseling. Right. So let's talk about uh, kind of your journey. Okay. How'd you get into counseling? Babe? Right. Okay. So this is going to be the more traditional approach to becoming a licensed marriage and family therapist, but there are lots of approaches. So we'll just put that out there. You don't have to take my exact journey. Um, but typically if you want to pursue a degree in marriage and family therapy or become a therapist, you would get a bachelor's degree in psychology or something related. So I got a bachelor's degree in psychology from Eastern Oregon University. And then I jumped right into a master's program in um, counseling psychology. And that was through National University. They have an online program now, but I did their in-person program, um, which was a two-year program. Mine was just shy of two years, Mm -hmm. I think. And um, about a year in, you start doing practicum where you start gaining hours toward licensure and actually working with 
clients. Um, I still remember my first couple. My first client was a couple and um, God bless them. That's rough. <laughs> 12 years ago. Couples are definitely more difficult than individuals. Yeah. Yeah. Well, especially when you're a newbie. And at the time I was 21, yeah. I think. Um, it was 2010. I, think I remember you being all nervous going to that one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, 2010. So, uh, then once you finish your degree, whatever number of hours the master's program requires of you for counseling, you'll add to that by the time you get licensed. So I think my program, for instance, required 250 hours of counseling. Mm -hmm. Yep. So finished those 250 hours, got the master's degree, but then you have to get 3000 hours of counseling, which is a lot of counseling. It's a lot. It takes minimum two years. Um, they won't accept your application if it hasn't been two years since, um, graduation. Mm -hmm. So it takes minimum two years, but it can take longer for me. It took three years. And you have to actually have a supervisor to look over and, uh, over all your hours and to, uh, do weekly supervision too. Yes. So they meet with you weekly and uh, you present your caseload and share what's going on and they give you guidance, give you supervision and hey, try this modality, do this differently. Have you gone this direction with them? Also checking in on like law and ethics related stuff. Yeah. And, and actually part of the D DYMC team are kind of from that process where mm -hmm. Chris has walked with a lot of clinicians and helped them get their licensure and uh it's been a good experience. They're awesome. Our, yeah. our uh, team of clinicians, they're almost licensed themselves. Yeah. They're all, they're done with their 3000 hours. They're just studying for their exam. So that's another thing. You take two exams after you've already graduated with your master's, you take a law and ethics exam and then you take a clinical exam. Yeah. And a lot of uh, the clinicians also have like, interestingly have like kind of focused in on their like favorite clientele or their yeah. favorite subject. Mm -hmm. So, and that's kind of common. So if you don't work with us, you could be working with one of our, our people. They're so <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So for instance, Cynthia, she specializes in working with mamas. So anything related to, um, you know, motherhood, postpartum. Um, she works with a lot of young ladies as well. And then Miguel specializes in working with trauma, grief and loss. And he's also Spanish speaking. And then kind of like unrelated to all of that, he works with people on their relationship with food. So um, pre-bariatric patients. So kind of these niche specialty areas. Yeah. So what else? What's the next step? So that's in a nutshell, how to become a therapist just from an academic and clinical perspective. Um, you know, and if, if you wanted to go the traditional route, so I want to back up and share that you don't have to get a bachelor's degree in psychology. Um, in fact, some of the clinicians on our team, um, their degrees are in like, um, I think like human studies or human development. Um, you can get a degree in sociology. The, the key component here is that whatever master's degree program you want to get into, um, you got to make sure that you're getting the prerequisites for that program. So if they require like abnormal psychology or, um, you know, what's personality psychology, some of those basic intro to psych classes, uh, you want to make sure that you've taken those. And if you get a bachelor's in psych, then you will have taken those. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's the, the path. Also though, that a lot of people I don't think think about is that you'll then have to build your practice. Right. So either you go find a practice to work in and, um, and that can be done. Um, but I, I find that are those super common, you think? 
I mean, you can definitely find like community counseling opportunities. Um, and I recommend that everyone get some community counseling experience, you know, mm -hmm. where it's sliding scale or free counseling for the clients through like a government funded program. Um, cause you're going to see like the whole gamut of types of clients, right? You're going to get experience with crisis and suicidal clients and, yeah. um, people with low SES that are, you know, finding it really difficult to even survive. And there's so much value in working with that yeah. clientele. Yeah. And it is a lot crazier. And it also depends too, is, is if you like, you get on um, insurance boards and you do like sliding scale stuff, mm -hmm. which means that you're going to get a huge variety of clients. Right. Um, but you know, that's a whole different discussion for yeah. a different day. Insurance boards have their pros and cons. Um, we don't work with insurance boards um, because we'll just give you our reasons. You know, A, they it lacks confidentiality, you know, because you, you have to share everything with the insurance company. Uh, but B... It, there's a lot of gray ethics involved um, because they will only reimburse or fund those sessions if you have a certain diagnosis. And sometimes the client doesn't have that diagnosis. And so a lot of clinicians are put in that position to like diagnose somebody with something so that it will get covered even if they don't have that diagnosis. We don't want to be put in that position. So we don't work with insurance companies. Yeah. Well, insurance can just, you could work, do 10 sessions with a client, submit everything, and they can just be like, nope. And, yeah. and you're kind of stuck with that. Yeah. So it, it, it's a kind of a big mess. It is. So we personally don't work with insurance, but some people do and they do it well. So we're not against it entirely. That's just something that we've chosen. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the traditional route. Um, now let's talk about other routes in working in the field of counseling, um, but maybe not becoming a licensed therapist. Right. So I am a, well, I'm a philosopher. Yes. Um, my degree is in apologetics and philosophy. Um, so I was not really going the route of counseling, but um, just, we've already given our story here uh, on the podcast, but um, God just provided opportunities for us to be working with people with Dear Young Married Couple. Before that though, I had been um, a youth pastor. Um, I had yeah, lots and lots of counseling in that. Mm -hmm. and mentoring. Yeah, mentoring. And and then Dear Young Married Couple started and we started doing a lot of seminars. And so, and, and of course, a byproduct of that is we, we were working with a lot of um, individuals. And so Adam already had his um, bachelor's degree in philosophy and a master's degree in apologetics. So Christian philosophy. And so he had already been toying with, you know, coaching from a spiritual perspective and doing, doing a lot of mentorship and guidance and counseling ministerially. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. And so because we were doing marriage seminars and people were wanting uh, marriage counseling from us as a couple, Adam decided to dig in and get trained um, in the counseling field. And so instead of going and getting a marriage and family therapy degree, Adam ended up getting some certifications. Yeah. So I got uh, Prepare and Enrich certified and then uh, Gottman level one certified. And then um, I'm forgetting others. Like I got a life, coach life certification. coaching certification. Mm -hmm. And then I have a 50 book certification. <laughs> <laughs> Adam but, has read more counseling books than I have for sure. <laughs> um, but, and those are just like, yeah, studying the different modalities and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of the route I took. Um, and people often say like, well, why not, why not just do that? Um, there is, 
there is a, a huge benefit, I think, to formal education in that it makes you study. It makes you write, read a lot. It mm -hmm. makes you write a lot. So the critical after, thinking skills. Yeah, critical thinking skills. So I think that's very helpful. Then you have kind of a, a beaten path of, okay, this is how you set up a practice. This is how you like... And then mm -hmm. people could trust you because now you have these letters behind your name and you can go on psychology today and, you know, put your shingle up in other words. So there's, and then that's trusted. So that's a, the very beaten path. It's very helpful for people. Um, sometimes though, people are like, well, I don't necessarily want to go through years and years of school to learn how to counsel. I just want, you know, some basic skills because I'm already working with people, you know? Um, so sometimes a, I think a, life coaching degree would be perfectly adequate uh, or a life or coaching certificate. certificate. Yeah. I said degree. Yeah. And especially if you do have formal education already, like Adam mm. had a bachelor's and a master's degree, even if it wasn't in counseling, it was a formal degree. And so you, you, ha you had that, um, that background academically and yeah. developed critical thinking skills. Um, so, you know, you have some options if you wanted to go that route. Um, one option that we're both advocates of is a Christian counseling certificate. So there's a Christian counseling certificate at Wilson university. We were actually part of developing that certificate and some of the coursework for it. It's four courses and it takes um, a little less than a year to complete those four courses. Um, there's an introduction to counseling and then there you pick three electives. Um, so the electives are, you can, you know, t options like couples counseling, grief and loss, financial counseling, addictions counseling, um, a couple others. And so it's, uh, I, I like this option, even if you're just wanting to get your feet wet and consider a full marriage and family therapy degree, because you can decide like, is this something I want to pursue? But even if not, I have all of these skills ministerially, you know, under my belt and I can use them in the church, um, or in my ministry helping and guiding others. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I love that option. We'll put that link in the show notes. Um, and if you're watching this, when it airs in July, you, um, can actually start right away. So the start dates, just so you know, um, are, September 26th. So you can start in the, in about a month and a half, um, September 26th. And then the applications are due September 12th. So you want to act quickly if you want to get into that program. Yeah. And if you actually, you listeners know of any other great programs that maybe aren't like your typical, you know, go to a college, but like a great certificate like that, let us know. Yes. And, um, we love to, to see what you have to say and, uh, maybe even share that information with other people because, um, this is such a wonderful, I never thought I would, I'd be so fulfilled helping people do, um, you know, repair from infidelity and, uh, trauma and like all the things that we see. It's, it's such, I, I see it as such you, you being the hands and feet of Jesus right. in people's lives. Mm -hmm. Just the other day, you know, I was helping someone, um, repair from some, a huge breach, um, that had been years and years and years in the making. And, you know, bringing Jesus into those moments where they were filled with strife and sadness and, and helping to mend and watching them come together. Yes. It's, it's such a, such a beautiful, intimate thing to behold. Yeah. Um, so if you're thinking about it, you know, really start, maybe take action a little bit mm -hmm. on, uh, 
some of that curiosity. Maybe this would be a wonderful path for you. We definitely recommend a Christian program. Um, Unfortunately, I did not go through a Christian program for my bachelor's and master's, and I saw a lot of liberal agenda. Um, Thankfully, you know, I powered through that, but I think a lot of people could be drugged down and weighed down by a liberal agenda. And so starting with something like Wilson University, it's a Christian program um, from an apostolic worldview. Um, We know there are other Christian programs out there as well. And so we we definitely would recommend a Christian program. Biola, where you got your master's degree, Mm -hmm. has um, an integration program. Really good one. Yeah, integrating psychology and theology. It's really good. Um, And that's a full marriage and family therapy degree. Yeah, and... I got my uh, my bachelor's from a from a uh, secular college. Yeah, great experience. Super hard. Yeah, um, I remember really working hard on that one. Um, but and I liked that experience. But I was prepared for it, mm-hmm. um, and it was a little bit later in my life. So uh, if you have any questions, really shoot us an email or um, DM. We'd love to answer it. We probably didn't get to all the questions here. Um, because there are, this is such a faceted, like so many different angles to, to go at this. So, um, hopefully answer some of the questions and like we said, you know, shoot, shoot us other, um, suggestions for colleges or Christian colleges that offer, uh, counseling certificates or even uh, degrees. That'd be awesome. We'll put everything we talked about today in the show notes so that you have it and can go check out the options. We look forward to connecting with you further about this. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.